Welcome to We Wrongly Assume People Care What We Say, a podcast where I have a couple of guests, everyone brings a topic of conversation, and then we have all of those conversations in a row. Why don't my guests go ahead and introduce themselves? I'm Ryan DeGiorgi. I'm Spencer Hamm. And I'm Evan Chikover. Uh, in case I didn't mention it, I'm Arnie Nikan, your host. Uh, Evan, why don't you go ahead uh, and share your topic first? Okay. So, a couple months ago, my brother got married, and uh, we were having a great time at his wedding, and I had to use the facilities, so I went into the bathroom, and there were four urinals taken. Uh-huh. And I feel like this comes up a lot. Four urinals taken. Four, oh, no, no, sorry. Four urinals total. I feel like uh, this is going to uh, be a logic problem. <laughs> <laughs> if so, you take but, one but, urinal yeah, away. Box. There was a chicken at one urinal, <laughs> and a box at the other. Box just a can't. bag of feed in one of the other urinals. <laughs> feed can't be enough. So there are four urinals and no dividers. So you're uh, just next to someone. No, yeah, uh, that's always the worst. Like yeah. the courtesy dividers. is... Yeah, it's yeah, such yeah, a simple yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so at one end was an old guy that I didn't know. And at the other end was one of my brother's friends mm-hmm. who I did know. And I walked in and I kind of stood there for way longer <laughs> than I should have trying yeah. to decide which yeah. of the two remaining urinals I would choose. Uh-huh. And ultimately I chose to go next to the guy I knew. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason I felt compelled to make a comment about it. And I said, like, well, you're stuck with me or something like that. <laughs> and then he put his arm around me oh, and he said, I'm happy you're here. And uh, it was an yeah. incredibly awkward moment. And wow. I, I thought maybe we could talk about what to do in these tricky urinal situations. Were either of you drunk at all at this wedding? <laughs> I the guy who put his arm around you. I, I don't think either of us were. I, I don't think drunkenness affected okay. any of our decisions that day. Um, I wasn't drunk. Was he using both hands before he put his arm? <laughs> no, he switched hands. No. Oh, <laughs> no, no, he was he was using his right hand, and he was on the right. And oh, okay. He put his left gotcha. arm around me. If you really want to visualize I the see. situation, okay. So there are four urinals. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's my first question. There are four urinals. Someone is at the furthest of the four. Mm-hmm. There's no one else. Which urinal do you go to? I would probably go to the farthest other urinal. So that's a mistake. You made the same mistake. I set myself up to failure. <laughs> yeah. Well, but what, it doesn't really, unless you're going to go to the urinal closest to the one guy. Oh, wait, I guess you're right. Yeah. With four. If you all do First of all, no one should make a four urinal. <laughs> no, that's right. Silly. It should be odd. Three or five. Yeah. If you go to the farthest one, they don't, you can only potentially have someone else on your right. So that's why I chose that one. I see. Versus being like it's, flanked. No, you're, you're right for the four. You're to right. To me, it's kind of like the gym. Like when I want to go on a machine, I always kind of go to the furthest one. Like because that way there'll at least be no one to my right or my left. But yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. It's like a window or an aisle seat on a plane. Yeah. Like at least you get the use of one arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's a particularly open situation, that if somebody comes up to you on the side you're open, you can always sort of turn. Yeah, and have a little more privacy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and so, be in the corner. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of. A, I just be in the trash. Are you more concerned about your own privacy, or is see, it, I would have respected yeah it, your friends and like just gone by the old man. Be really? like, you know what? I'm yeah. gonna sacrifice this and let my buddy pee in a nice space, and I'll pee by this old man. In your situation, I would definitely go to the old man, but yeah. not just for that, just because I would like 
Just because you feel more comfortable if being anything, next to an old man. Yes. Well, the old man <laughs> came from a time where peeing. Yeah. People were peeing in the same urinal. So they didn't pee anymore. In a trough. During the war, everyone peed into one urinal. Yeah. You were lucky if you had one urinal. Yeah. And they liked it, too. What if he was quietly grunting? Well, that, that affects my well, he wasn't. Wasn't. I was What's with the old men that like have to put their hand on the wall as they urinate? I feel like they're in pain. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That always sad sad that always said I had a coach in high school who always would just have to like it always just seemed like such a painful endeavor to like just put his hand on the Please wall and just No, but it was obviously like that's uh, Yeah, that sounds like an issue. You can't wait to become that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it doesn't really bother me. Like, I'm mostly uncomfortable because of the concept of it being uncomfortable. I'm mostly uncomfortable, like, I'm mostly uncomfortable about the idea that the other person might be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or just that it generally seems weird. But, like, if it's packed... You have to do it. If everyone's full and there's just one, you just go, and I don't care. I really don't care. Unless it's, like... Uh, the the uh, the urinals at downstairs at the I.O. Theater in Chicago that are weirdly way too close. Like one right. is so close to uh-huh. the to the stall, and then the other is right next to it. Yes. That if you're if you're a couple of husky Chicago improvisers, <laughs> you which just, there's only a couple, yeah, you, you just do not fit. Like I yeah. literally now I will just wait. Like there'll be one person peeing, even if it's someone I know. Yeah, I'll just wait. In that, in that situation in the I.O. bathroom, I always feel kind of compelled to say something just because it is so close. Yeah. It's definitely that like awkward moment. Even with like a good friend. Like the best thing is after a warm-up, you know, like yeah. with your team and you're like everyone's on the same page and everyone's like, All right, we're ready to do a show. And then uh, you both uh, two people just ended up going to the bathroom and you're being right next to that guy and it's just like Pretty good, pretty good warm-up, huh? Uh, <laughs> you're so psyched to hit the stage, and then you have that moment right between where you're... <laughs> I don't want, and whether I know the person or not, I don't want any talking and no touching at all to take place <laughs> in the urinal. Like, just let me concentrate on peeing, and then we'll talk right after. Right. Like, no matter I think I'm going to be the only person, assuming there are no strangers, I'm totally pro-talking in the back. I am pro-talking, too. <laughs> really? So I should mention there was a third option that didn't occur to me. And that is, there was a stall. Yeah, and well, I would have probably just gone to the stall. Yeah. It, I feel like peeing must be done in a urinal in a bathroom. I wouldn't have gone like, to the stall because I wouldn't, I wouldn't want the person to be like, why is that weirdo not just using the urinal? What's is there wrong something with wrong with right, this exactly. wiener? Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> and I would have gone next to the guy. I didn't know because if anything awkward did happen, maybe I discover there is something wrong with my wiener I never knew about. I wanted to be with a guy I will never see again. Uh-huh. Well, versus the awkward thing happening with this. It's possible guy. he was a future in-law. That oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I, you know, who knows what's right. going on at a wedding. Right. At your brother's wedding, so. Yeah. Right. Well, at the end of the day, it's just exposed penises. Yeah. You know, that's all it is. You know, people talk about this all the time, but I don't know if I've ever seen a penis while at a urinal. Like, I, and I've even, you know, looked. <laughs> <laughs> but there wasn't anything there. <laughs> Well, I feel like, you know, there's yeah. enough arm and, like, right, urinal right, right, wall right, right. and angles I've that... I've definitely caught a glimpse. Not, yeah. <laughs> not on purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you just don't have very good peripheral vision. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. It's not like at the gym where, like, you're in the locker room and everywhere you go, there's just... just we, it's wiener fest. But yeah. Right. Yeah. right. So I, I'm okay at urinals. You know what's funny, though? 
As much as you're more exposed at the urinal, I would, m I actually am much more invested in uh, stall placement, like in a public bathroom. Because I feel like there's so a lot more going on in a stall. Yeah. Like, uh -huh. You go into a truck stop and you're just like, I got to get as far away from any of these people as possible. Yeah, right? I can see that. Well, but it's sort of like, you're sort of kind of anonymous inside a stall, so it's a little easier. I think it's like no matter what. But there's more time you, for you to really start to wonder about this person. <laughs> you're definitely going to hear more noise. You're definitely going to hear some yeah. noises ranging from them talking on a cell phone, which is weird, uh -huh. to uh, like grunting and splatter and all sorts right. of awful. The privacy in a stall is also something that kind of freaks me out because you know that everyone in there before you had privacy in that stall, especially at, like, a gas station. Right. It's like, what were they doing in this stall? You know, why did they need the privacy in here and not choose the urinal? Yeah. Like, What's their deal? <laughs> yes, hypothetical person. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the funny thing is, like, I'm trying to think of what could be happening in that stall that is worse than what you're supposed to do. <laughs> what could they do in here besides spew shit out of their asshole? <laughs> like, if you found out someone was, like, doing coke, it's like, well, at least they weren't shitting. <laughs> okay, you go into a bathroom, and there are four... Urinals. Let's say actually there are twelve urinals. Okay. Well, let's start with four. There are four urinals. There's, there's four like urinals. Which one? Which one do you go to? Furthest or the closest? You mean no one else is there? No one else is there. The furthest. At the moment. Or the closest. I think I might still go the furthest. I, uh, I think I go the closest. You know. I think I'd go the furthest too because I like to survey the whole situation. Now, say there are like 12 urinals, do you go all the way down to the furthest? No. Do you go to the first? No, I go to a random one. If there's no one there, I probably I like at that point it's a four yeah. or five. It depends on if I, where I entered. If I entered and like I'm in the middle of the row and I can go, I'm basically equidistant or whatever. But if I enter one side, close to one, I'll go to the one I'm closest to. I would uh -huh. walk all the way down the row with no one else in the bathroom <laughs> and then put on a trench coat. And then... <laughs> so, all right, if you go up to, say there's four urinals, and you go up to one and it has like toilet paper in it, I'll go inexplicably, you, you, wouldn't, you would choose not to... That affects your choice? Yeah, if there were other options, I'd go to the one that didn't look like some chicanery had happened. Because what if I flush it and it doesn't, everybody goes everywhere because yeah. it's plugged up or something? Well, and, and pubes, right? I mean, that's Yeah, that's a yeah a little things. Uh, that is funny how anything in a urinal can be uh, a little upsetting, like yeah. pubes or urine uh, or... Mm -hmm. Unless ice. Gum. I mean, ice makes urinals ten times more awesome. Refreshing. Yeah. Ice and, yeah, well, hell, nice, I and nice and cool. Right. Yeah. That's like pissing in a trough, though, right? Yeah, we even talked about that. Like, what would you do in that? What do you do in that situation? I would not do that. I've done it before, but I would not do it again. Do yeah. Any of you have issues with like being hurried and like you know if you're at a Bears game or something and the 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 bathrooms fill up and oh. there's a line and you know someone behind you yes. is waiting. Yeah. And Performance anxiety. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Oh my god. I yeah, have. I, I agree with that. A hard time with that too. <laughs> it's like there's, there's five guys behind me. I know I have to pee. <laughs> I think the worst though is when there are two of you and you suddenly realize that either you maybe don't have to pee as much as you thought, or that or, you're in love with the guy you're peeing next. Or that you're in love with the guy. Yeah. But just the kind of like it's real quiet. 
they can hear whether you're peeing or not, and you're just sort of like, it's there's some in here. No, it, that's when it seems a little strange. Like you go with someone you know, and you, the expectation is you will be done at the same time, and then somebody's uh-huh. lagging behind. Is that what you're talking about? Or I, again, I'm not so worried about when with people I know. I okay. don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, because I, maybe it's the fact that I am so willing to have this conversation. <laughs> and I'm so yeah, eager yeah. to have this conversation. Right. Um, but, yeah, that time when someone comes in and you're just standing at a urinal. <laughs> not being. Yeah. You know, then, you're like, then you're like, you seem like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's true. I think I've had a standoff before uh, with another person, a stranger, who also had like performance anxiety. Because it felt like it was about the time, like, I was at the urinal for a really long time because it, you know, couldn't come out. God, I must have had the same thing because we were both there for a really long time. That is really awkward. And it feels really personal. Like, maybe he's just Yeah, because at a certain it. point, I'm just like, I, can, I cannot last this guy. I know I can't. <laughs> <laughs> He'll go out first. And this guy's just like, God damn, he's not leaving. So what uh, happened? Um, I I folded first. Really? I just yeah. At a Did you point, say I was just anything? Like, you just go like, well, not today. <laughs> oh, I folded. You Better luck next time. <laughs> you mean you gave up completely? I yeah. did oh, give up. Oh, yeah. yeah, you didn't yeah. fold your penis back. <laughs> well, yeah. fold, fold, yeah. fold. <laughs> Make sure I don't leak. <laughs> I have a roll for it, so that's what I was thinking. It's cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of just bathroom oddities, this is one of my favorite stories of all time. I don't know if I've, I don't think I've told this on the podcast before. When I was in college, uh, there was just some. It was like freshman year, and uh, like a lot of people just hadn't lived anywhere else before. And one of the guys on my dorm, who who became a very good friend of mine, he came in one day and he's like, "Guys, I was just in the bathroom, and this is so weird." A guy came in, and he sat down on in the toilet. In the stall, I could hear him sit down, and he pooped, and he peed, while sitting. What? And we were all like, <laughs> and we're all like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, no, but he didn't. He didn't pee, standing, and then sit down and poop. It was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, I had just oh. sort of like that's a classic like early college like probably horror moment for that person to realize yeah like oh I have been wrong <laughs> yeah this whole time <laughs> and it was kind of impressive like that I don't think know if I could I mean I guess I could do that but that just seems like a lot of extra unnecessary it work. does it's so uncomfortable too yeah 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 like and if that's and if if doing that is so weird that it's a story when you, yeah. know, you come across someone else doing it, like you have to have moments where that's really hard, where you really have to go to the bathroom. How liberating must it have been when he's like, well, now i got to try it. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. It's so much better. He probably thinks his dad is going to hit him or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's in therapy now. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, any other? Is there anything we haven't touched on in the great uh, urinal debate? <laughs> no, I think we've covered this way more than was necessary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what What is the right amount of covering it? Should we all have just said we, we do not need to talk about? It? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Next. Well, I came in with two possible topics, and uh, I thought everyone was gonna be like, "I don't want to talk about urinals," but I really misjudged this crowd. So. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll go with my topic. 
My topic is sort of, uh, I guess it's a story with a jumping off point, but it's not my story to tell. I wanted to have Spencer on because I've been <laughs> thinking about this lately. Thinking about like when you, that sinking feeling when you find yourself in a situation where either you're kind of the butt of a joke or uh, you, or, or a joke gets attached to you that yeah. you are just not a fan of and you don't know like what to do. Like there's really no good way to handle it. Like for me, and this is such a minor thing, like my name is Arnie, so I've never really had nicknames. Um, just not used to having nicknames. And I was coming to do... You say that like there's no nickname you could make out of Arnie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not that you couldn't. It's just that it's like, why bother? That's true. It's like... It's such a it's, name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, I come to do an uh, improv show at IO, World News Tonight, that I do every week. And they're interns that, you know, that work really hard, and they're always, like, turning over, and so I don't necessarily always know who they are. Um, I should. That's totally on me that I don't always know them. But one day, I'm coming in kind of in a rush for the show, and randomly one of the interns who I hadn't met yet just goes, have a good show, A-Train. <laughs> <laughs> and so I go back to, like, get changed for the show, and I'm in the green room talking to people. I'm like, this is kind of funny. But the intern just called me A-Train when I came in. Everyone's like, oh, well, we should start calling you A-Train. <laughs> and I made the mistake of being like, yeah, I, I think I would prefer you not call me A-Train. I made the mistake of you showing... to improvisers. Yeah, I made the mistake of showing that I did not like it. And so it has definitely... It ebbs and flows. I don't get it a lot. But it is definitely... Regularly, I do get called A-Train now, even though I'm not particularly a fan of it. And I get called it because I'm not a fan. Right. Well, and you waited too long to try to squash it. Yeah. Right. So and now I'm sure I'm only disseminating it further by yeah. talking about it on this podcast. <laughs> right. uh, I, think I don't know what you mean, A Train. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's funny because no one here has called you A Train. Uh, you know, I work with you. And, yeah. And I'm sorry to say, it's a good thing you're leaving in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Uh, that name it's very stay. subtle when he comes in we just go toot toot <laughs> uh, but Spencer I want to talk a little bit about you have become kind of intended good naturedly uh -huh. sort of the butt of jokes at work right a little bit yeah, yeah. Uh, for me well mm -hmm. yeah. you didn't have any nicknames growing up uh, my last name is Ham H-A-M mm -hmm. so as you can imagine uh, I got a shit ton of them so early on I think I just kind of realized that like uh, sometimes you just have to go with a joke yeah like you can't fight it like yeah. sometimes sometimes and with work it was one of those things that I almost kind of in a strange way it was it was a it was actually kind of a, a nice feeling uh -huh. that I was the butt of joke because at least it was like uh, you know, because I respect everyone so much here, uh, so to like, uh, it felt like a, oh, I get, I'm getting hazed now. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you know, but at a certain point, you know, it'd be like, oh, I wish they would actually say a nice thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I honestly yeah. starting to believe some of this. Am I? Well, I think it's funny. Am I yeah. Terrible yeah. things have you been saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. well, we all work uh, for. Well, Spencer, Evan, and I work for one part of a company, and Ryan works for like the sister company. The late part of it. The, yes. <laughs> a different part of the company. <laughs> An other uh, we. Yeah. Uh, and um, Spencer's relatively new, although he's been here quite a while. Um, and it's funny how it sort of happened. It was like there were computer snafus, like your computer kept dying. Right. And then you couldn't get Skype to work. Right. And there's an awful lot of communicating on Skype, and that leads to just a Skype 
window that is open all day that people kind of just talk on and exchange jokes. And sometimes there's important stuff going on, but usually it's just people, you know, chatting. Um, and Spencer was invited to that, but his Skype wasn't working. So for the longest time, his name was on there, but like not on there. So yeah. we would just make jokes like about making fun, like, being like right, anything from like right Spencer and not getting any reply to then just yeah. jokes about like, oh, it's so, I'm so glad Spencer's not on this yeah. <laughs> Skype thread. Then there was a whole discussion about how we were going to murder him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it turned really morbid. Yeah. Uh, no, but to... and then your computer kept like you yeah. would get back on Skype, and then you just had a string of unluck. Yeah, I just had computer. really bad luck, and that snowball just made it funnier and funnier uh, to kind of make fun of you. Yeah, but it wasn't. It sounds like this was all behind my back, and I want to make it clear that it, these weren't jokes behind my back. Uh, Sniffin made sure that he copied and pasted. Uh, everything each day and make sure that I saw the insults mm. the following You morning. had almost yeah. so no had way of responding. <laughs> right. It was like being right. a guest at your own funeral. <laughs> he seems yeah. to take a special joy in seeing you yeah. <laughs> tormented. Yeah. It is funny because it really runs the gamut. I mean, it's a small, a small group of people, but it runs the gamut from like Stefan, who's very like, I think... Uh, his sense of humor is is a sort of like sort of tease and poke, uh-huh. and then there's also like Evan here, who is maybe one of the nicest people I know, but also clearly loves loves it. Like you make comments, <laughs> I'm like, I hope this never ends. <laughs> it's oddly addicting, even to the point where yeah. my wife, uh, right, we, we were yes. we, I called my wife giving Spencer a ride home, so there we were all on speakerphone for uh-huh. a little bit. And that night, Spencer... I thought that was enough to befriend her on Facebook. (laughs) And then she saw it and she she was like, so... So what do I do now? Do I I'm supposed to be mean to him, right? <laughs> and she wrote like yeah, she was. She wrote yeah, she was. something like you, you friended me awful fast. Get a life. Yeah. And <laughs> That's terrible. And then underneath the wrote is am I doing this right? Yeah. Like this is the uh, thing that people do. So the joke is, is evolved from just Spencer's not here to Spencer's just the worst human being. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Just kind of yeah. like oh Spencer. It's all like uh-huh. anything. I mean, uh-huh. and there's some people. Some people in the office have more nuanced sense of humor than others, I suppose. So then they're like, everybody do it, does it. So then sometimes, like, anything happens. You will like, uh-huh. well, Spencer, oh, Spencer. Yeah. But right. um, well, I get, I get joy out of making that joke, you know, even kind of funnier by just being like the, you know, thumbs up. All right, guys. Uh-huh. You know, like, <laughs> I do suck. <laughs> you know, as opposed to just being like, oh. But it has, but my theory, I mean, it has gone on. A long time, right? It's been going on for months. Here's what I'm thinking. If it's still like this when there are, like, you know, a bunch of new people here, I'll be like, guys, look, we had that window. You know? <laughs> yeah, we got to be mean to this guy. <laughs> yeah, the, that's a trend. You're going to pass it on, like, the, cur- the r- curse from the ring? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. meanest jokes have to be about the new people. I think right. that should be a rule. Yeah. 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 Although... Do there it. is something kind of, but there is also <laughs> yeah. a way of it being funny where the new people come in and then you continue to make fun. <laughs> and they I mean, continue. That's, that's, like, I just, you just started here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> my, yes. my favorite moment in this whole making fun of Spencer uh, story was when we all did our 
we did reviews and where everyone at the company reviewed everyone else, you know, and the general manager would bring us all into this office and wow. say, like, what do you think about so-and-so and so-and-so? And so, you know, I went on and on about everyone, and then we got to Spencer, and I had written something like, I don't really work much, much with Spencer, but he's basically the worst thing ever, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he looked Call at it, official and, review. and he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm getting a lot of this. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> just everyone had kind of made the same joke on their official review of Spencer. Gosh, you know, this is <laughs> no one, ever, we all forgot to say... Yeah, you know, I could almost get away with this though, right? I could be almost like the worst employee. You might as well. Since it's a joke, Uh I was like, well, it's clearly just a joke. Uh, I would exploit the hell out of that. In my review, it's funny, there's like a very set up framework for it. So it's like, uh, what worked? What didn't work? Uh And so for what didn't work, I just said your computer. (laughs) (laughs) Repeatedly, repeatedly has not worked. Um, It's funny though, because there's that battle between. I I can I'm not just saying this because you're here. I can say with confidence it has nothing to do with like anyone disliking you. Right. Yeah. No. I get that. Yeah. But at the same time, there, it's there's just something so funny about it. And I get it. I, I mean, I get uh-huh. like you know, if it was anyone else, I'd totally like I'm I'm in with it. I understand uh-huh. why it's funny. Yeah. But if I were you, I would I would already at this point be ready for it to be over. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like any, you know, it's like any, uh, elongated joke. Uh, like, it hits that point where, oh, it's, it's, it happens for a while and it's not funny, but then it's going to hit that point where it's funny again. Yeah. And then it's going to go, you know, back and forth. It's weird. I think it sort of depends on the person to some degree, because I feel like there's another person we work with, Chris, mm-hmm. uh, of my side of the company, um, my side of the mountain, uh, who I think is also, like, someone who is the butt of every joke, kind mm-hmm. of, as well, but it's sort of, that's never going to die, and, like, he's the kind of person who is, like... You feel okay just directing all yeah. your angst towards him, and it seems like it's always funny. Yeah. Whereas, like, Spencer, I can't be mean to you. I don't know you <laughs> that well. I can't be yeah, mean to yeah. Spencer. Yeah. But, That's almost why it works well. Well, yeah, yeah, I see because you're so likable. It's, we've, we've related it also. It's, it's, it's similar to the sort of, like, Jerry on Parks and Rec. Right, yeah, right. Where yes. it's just so... Everyone gets along so well, but you have that one outlet. Yeah. 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 And also, this guy, you can you get no sense that he deserves it. It's yeah. just, just... It's all the more cruel <laughs> for just... Confusion. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to try to phase it. I'm going to try not to... It's, it's like an addiction, though. It's hard, it's it's hard to give up. I mean, I'm going to try. Uh, the one thing, we should also talk about what we did for Christmas. I don't know. Yes. I'm talking, I feel like I'm talking oh. a lot about this topic. I don't know if Evan wants to talk about what led up to... The Christmas yeah. thing? Broke into Spencer's house. So. We said there's no it Christmas this year. It was hilarious. I'm surprised you took that so well. <laughs> well, okay, so what happened was... Uh, the general manager of the company, uh, a, a couple of days in a row, he he brought up doing a secret Santa or something like he really wanted to do it, and he's like, and no no one really responded. He's like, so you know, everyone email me if you want to do a secret Santa. No one wrote back, and then he like brought it up again, and no one wrote back, and um, finally, I think Tim and I both separately suggested that instead of doing a secret a secret Santa, we would all get presents for Spencer Uh, (laughs) because it had been such a a rough year for him and uh, I think everyone was really excited about the idea and it kind of kept growing and changing it's like so like all right well I'll guess well at first we're all just gonna get presents and leave them on your desk and it would be a little surprise when you got in the next day and then I think Steve-O suggested that 
it should be kind of more of an elaborate reveal where we we all start singing Silent Night simultaneously. You know, just and and every terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and we had we had like a separate Skype thread with everyone but Spencer on it, which of course became the butt of many others. Spencer, <laughs> yeah. but, but, yeah. It was weird to have the secret thread where we're planning a, a real act of kindness and contrition at the same time. Going back to being super mean, like this being like, and then we kill him, right? Then we fucking kill Spencer, right? <laughs> Uh, so, so the idea was at one point in the day, like when we all agreed, someone would start singing Silent Night, and then after the first verse, everyone would stand up in unison, and we'd all walk over to Spencer's desk and put our presents down in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> so we did, and there was like furious Skyping, and like someone would get up and leave and be like, oh no, we have to wait because they're gone and it has to be. Yeah. And finally, like everyone was around, and the the manager who was off in the other room like came and like knelt by my computer pretending he was like looking at something so he could like start singing with us and we all start singing and I was I've never been so confused in my life because <laughs> yeah. I here I am and I'm like you know okay first first Christmas television everyone just starts singing I'm like I, I looked at Skype and I didn't see anything so I was like of course well, yeah. well it's this last Friday or whatever I guess we sing so <laughs> I just you know like that's what you do I just go with the flow and yeah. I'll, I'll sing I'll sing along uh, but yeah no I've never been so surprised actually I love like, that it was it was such a smart thing to pick Silent Night I don't know whose decision that was like because if we had all started singing like some more jubilant song like there was something eerie about suddenly the, yeah. going from quiet to the whole office suddenly going Silent. In my mind, it's intercutting like a missile heading towards. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of terrifying. No, that was that was really amazing. I felt like ten feet tall. It was. Really cool. <laughs> were, were, were the presents all mean, terrible presents? Uh, most of them were. Yeah, most of them were. Uh, no, actually, I thought they were going to be gag gifts, but uh, most of them are. Uh, but it didn't matter. It's like you, you know, you could have given me like you know. A Chris Angel magic set, like Emma did. (laughs) 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 No, which that's a sweet gift, man. Uh, So no, it was yeah, that was that was terrific. That's funny. But then the funny thing was, there was then some discussion that because we made up for it, that we could continue to be. (laughs) (laughs) This will last a few months. Uh, What now? There's also a big discussion about what we do after that moment. Like, okay, we've all put presents on his desk and we're all standing around. Uh-huh. Do we just go back and Can act like nothing see? happened? Yeah. Do we stand there? Do we acknowledge it at all? So, yeah. Ultimately, we couldn't resist watching him unwrap the presents. And there was, a, there was so. a slight moment where I was like, I know Mike brought this up, but it didn't seem like it gained any traction. So there's a moment where I was like, oh shit, I was supposed to get something. When I first <laughs> saw everyone have gifts, I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the, the the two funniest things about it were, and we of course recorded it, so there's a video of, of course. it. Of uh, course. One is that it's just so, sort of sweet to see Spencer then just start to sing along because <laughs> he doesn't know what's happening at first. But even funnier than that is, you know, maybe half hour later when you went to the bathroom or something, Sniffin immediately jumped out of his casita and was like, let's grab all the presents. <laughs> let's grab them and take them back. <laughs> Which we didn't do, oh. but uh, that was a pretty funny, like, mean That's idea. That's a huge elaborate setup yeah. to be mean. <laughs> yeah. um, has anyone else had, like, uh, it doesn't have to obviously, like, being made fun of or something, like, a th- everyone else sort of, like, felt that feeling of, like, sliding into a joke you're not a fan of? 
I've felt that feeling this definitely a couple times. Not, the only one that's coming to mind, which is sort of a mild one, is that I got like my whole life. I, my name is DiGiorgi, so I got the DiGiorno's like pizza uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't even like it was never even from day one something that bothered me. It was just like. Okay, I, I get it. I've heard that one uh -huh. so many times. It's not funny, but people like every time wanted a reaction, like right? Because mm -hmm. like it's the pizza. It's like, no, no, yeah, you're, you're very good at this. And it's like I don't know what else to tell you. So like, that was like, and that would occasionally stick for a couple of weeks with friends or something. It's like, yeah, okay, that's I get it. I'm yeah. not really that bothered by it, but it's like I'm not. I have no reaction uh -huh. to this. There is something irresistible about a joke that someone hates. Like I have friends yeah. who ha I have a couple others like. Uh, some I don't know how it happened. Uh, some of my friends came up with this idea that I was someday going to do a show called Arnimals. <laughs> where the, the premise of the show is a two-person show. It's me and a guest every week. Uh, they play an inanimate object, and I play an animal not anthropomorphized in any way. Um, so say, Evan, you were the guest. You would be a lamp, and you would try your best to be as realistic a lamp as possible. And then I would be... A lemur, and I would really try to be a realistic lemur interacting with that, and, and it goes on for about an hour. Yeah, that's, that's performance. Yeah, and I think that's funny. But and then I, but then they kept bringing it up, and it kind of annoyed me. They kept bringing it up, right. and now of course it comes up, and this is it's been it comes up at least four or five times a year for the last like six years. This like articles, right. uh -huh. and it doesn't really annoy me, but. I know that it's only meant to kind of annoy me. Like, that's what's funny about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Evan? Uh, well, <laughs> I, try, I, don't, I can't think of anything, like, specific people to me. Just, people just like you too much. Yeah. <laughs> there are things like, I, I've run a pie-baking contest for a long time, and so a lot of people who I only know peripherally will be like, hey, it's the pie guy. Hey, make me a pie. You know, and it's like, I, yeah. I do that, like, once a year, and, you know, I'm not, like... Really into pie, you know. People like don't, get don't, me, don't try to define me, get me man. pies yeah, as like pie, like I know yeah. you're really into pies. So. That's not who I am. I'm like like once a year. Pie. I do that once a year consistently for the last six, seven, eight years. All right, maybe yeah. I should. Also, I would characterize you as someone who's into pie. Yeah, yeah. you are in. All right, you are wearing a pie shirt right now. <laughs> it's, 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 pie. it's also a fairly ambitious pie party. It's not like people come over and there are three or four pies. Like, yeah, there are con there are awards. All right, rewind. I got a different story. <laughs> uh, now, Spencer, mm -hmm. I'm also interested, though, like, right around the same time as the whole work thing happened, you also did an improv show where the whole bit was, oh, Spencer. Uh, wait, what? Refresh my memory. <laughs> wasn't, the, wasn't there, like, a, some show with... <sighs> Sears Tower? No, it wasn't Sears Tower. It was, like, a different show. I don't know what I'm talking about. I guess. Okay. Spencer can't even remember his own shows. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was a show like, revolved around me where it was just like any move I made or something, people would go like, oh, what are you doing? Uh, Is that what you're thinking? Like, I, I wasn't in any show like that. No, I, Is that what you're thinking? Because that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> These all these specific things that happened? Wasn't that there, did not wasn't happen. There a I don't remember whose show it was, but where there was like a kind of March Man or like a a pool or like a recruit oh oh yeah yes yes uh exactly uh the family tree boat house uh accident show uh -huh. yes they did a uh yeah how did i not remember that they did a you maybe have repressed it yeah i think i might, might <laughs> yeah. have they did a fantasy draft and so they have a different kind of conceit each week and uh this week was uh 
uh, both Tim and Barry, the two guys that do the show, are really into the NBA like fantasy drafts. So they decided to do it with uh, their friends that are improvisers. And so uh, I was one of those. And beforehand, uh, Barry, I, <laughs> I was like, hey, buddy, I'm just going to let you know, like, you know, we love you, but we're going to kind of, you know, prod you a little, make, uh-huh. make fun of you. And I'm like, I'm used to it. You know, I'm, I'm totally on board. <laughs> I know I am. I'm totally on board. Because it's, you know, it's, it's Barry uh-huh. and it's Tim, and those guys are amazing. So it's like, yeah, I uh, would love to be the butt of your joke. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, they did it. And uh, throughout the draft, they'd go, all right, uh, uh, third pick, way too, way too early for Spencer. Uh, definitely way too early for him. Uh, you know, it's like every time they made a pick, they'd have to preface it by uh, saying, like, oh, definitely not Spencer. Definitely, I mean, like, you know, and to the point where it's like Barry was stuck with me. Uh, but, you know, it was actually a really fun show because, like, the audience kind of went on my side. Yeah. You know, like, it was one of those, it was, it was, yeah, it was. It was very enjoyable. It sounded like it'd be awful, but... There's only <laughs> like, a little bit of crying after. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did your team win? Uh, no, we lost. It was very arbitrary, though. Mike Hall was uh-huh. uh, uh, facilitating it, and he judged. So, uh, yeah, no, it was just arbitrary. He, in fact, I was the reason why we didn't win. We had a scene that was clearly funnier than the other scene that was uh-huh. happened before us. Uh, but Mike, the judge, decided that... Uh, he conceded. He was like, yes, that scene was funnier. However, it has Spencer, so the other team wins. <laughs> that's how it happened. See, I'm hearing this now, and I'm like, man, those guys are mean. No! And, then, no, no, no. and I'm, I'm thinking, oh my god! He's telling stories to other people about, about <laughs> us. <laughs> no, it was, it was actually some of the... Uh, it was a really, really fun show. Uh, it was one of the... It was one of those things, like, because it was such a, a... Like, just a... Uh, good vibe out there, even with the kind of you know conflict. It was uh, it was one of those things like no matter what you did, it was funny because you could yeah. always play off it. Sure, it was always a crutch that you could always go back to. So it was really fun. Do you feel like there's something about you that makes people want to make fun of you? Um, Have you I, experienced I, it all in your life? Otherwise, I think I, I tell me about your parents. I think, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've always been kind of just uh, again. I, you haven't seen me in a context where like. My first office job I had in Chicago, I had made that crucial mistake of letting them know that like I was a performer, and so they would constantly any meeting they'd go like, "Hey Spencer, you wanna do your uh, do your skits, do your skits and your stand-up, do, uh, do your gags and your goofs, you know?" Like no joke, and, and that infuriated me, and I I did squash that. Like it was just like no, like I'm uh, I, I just hated the the job, and I was just like I'm not gonna deal with this. So I have in those situations. You know, I'll definitely defend myself. But uh, in these other types of situations, I, I think I'm just welcoming to, like... Because I just want to go along with whatever the f- funny joke is. If that means I have to be the pawn of the joke, so be it. I'm willing to sacrifice, you know, stupid pride or what have you, like, to, to make something collectively uh, funny. I'm all I'm all for that. Yeah. That's noble. That is the noble. I guess I'm just, like, an improviser because it's just, like, yes and. I'm just, like, I just go <laughs> oh, with it. Oh, God. I was just, with like, you that whole time. You know, <laughs> and now you're so terrible. I just do the work. I just do the work all the time. <laughs> uh, I love the craft. Love it. Why don't we move on to our next topic? <laughs> Before we do, I just have to say I love that every time I've ever done this kind of thing with you, you look at the time code on the thing at the same time, like, every time in the podcast, like, is this actually running? Are we recording? And then lean back. 
Which you did just second ago. Oh, really? Like, yeah. always at the same time? Like, like roughly same halfway of... through, like, wait, did I record? Am I recording at all? Oh, uh, well, it's also just generally seeing, oh, like, how much time has passed. So. Two days have passed since we started. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about those urinals for a long time. Uh, Ryan, what was your topic? Uh, so this is another, as popular on the show, another sort of time travel related hypothetical mm-hmm. question. So if you think it's dumb, I have a backup. But so I propose to you individually a Back to the Future 3 type scenario where you are you and you have your life as you do right now. I'm already lost. Okay. <laughs> you know your life now? No. So, and you end up getting stranded in the Old West a la Back to the Future 3. Okay. So... A, it's a multi-part question, but let's assume you can't get back to your present time. So first question is, after you've tried and you realize there's no way to get back, what is your Doc Brown Wait, style? Still, hold on a second. Is that Omar? It's just, just some real aggressive of... whistling. Yeah. <laughs> Omar. It's like after work, the whistler comes out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, ah, everyone's gone home. Now I can really <laughs> wander and whistle. <laughs> there he is. Oh, there he goes. This place is built in the burial ground of an ancient uh, 20s vaudeville act. Uh, I have no idea whether the whether that got picked up. Probably not, the whistling in the background. Yeah. But, uh, rewind, it pump, it up, it pump up the volume. It's, it's, uh, so I'm sorry. So you get transported back to the Old West. You're in the Old West. So part one of the question is, if you can't get back, what do you, like, Doc Brown is a blacksmith when he, in the Old West. So what is your, like, Old Westy profession that you would take up? And I ask that because all of us have professions that... Do not translate well to the oh, Old West. Mm. So wait, I wouldn't be a humorous trivia writer? I mean, For maybe <laughs> you could make that work in the Old West. Uh-huh. All right. I, don't know. I, I would say that um, I, I'm a sort of a marketing writer, so you, I might be able to do some sort of early advertising in the Old West. But like, I have this weird fantasy of like, I was trapped in the Old West, I want to do one of those like old-timey like, medicine show, mm-hmm. like part performance, part huckstery medicine <laughs> yeah. if I had to I might right. try to do that I don't know but that's part that's this is part one but what do you what would you do Spencer I'd probably operate just a, a general store mm-hmm. you know it, it would have, it'd be simple we'd have flour we'd have rakes but you still get it wrong <laughs> I still get it wrong no uh, flour and rakes I know because I, I don't know there's always like a part of me that's like oh to be a business owner would be a pretty fulfilling uh, occupation. I feel like I could at least like I got my ledger book and could do very simple general store. Uh, that's a pretty boring answer. No, I like uh, that. But but that's what I'd go with. Yeah. I think it's interesting the idea like if, about doing marketing, like using writing skills. I feel like that far back in the past, mm-hmm. people will be like the way pe- the ways people interact are so different, and it's definitely like the way the way people write is so different. That it's almost it's as dramatic, if not more so, than going to a very different culture where you know the language a little bit. Like I feel like you would be, even though you're from the future, I feel like you'd be a dumb guy. Well, not just you. I mean, I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm using like the hypothetical you. Have, you. It's no not a Shakespearean, apparently, right? What in the Wild West? They apparently it's right. not a Shakespearean. Yeah, according so. to uh, <laughs> David Milch. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, in theory, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe I'd try to do something that revolved around humor you or... write novels, I guess, or something funny, so. or... But I feel like I would be so out of touch, mm-hmm. out of step with mm-hmm. that time that people would only appreciate my works until long, long after. after. <laughs> long after you're dead, which would also be before you were born. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um... Um, you could do boy, this is a... weird how this old writer somehow predicted <laughs> Punky Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> he still stick with all the pop culture. 
Um, you could be sort of a Jules Verne, like, or H.G. Wells kind yeah. of. Uh, maybe like I mean, of course, I would try to use my what knowledge I have to right. try to like just make my life easier. But I don't know what stuff I really know that would be that useful. Yeah, it's true. There's like, like I, I was thinking like, well, you know, I like doing carpentry, so maybe I'd try to be a carpenter. But what if you look, like? It's not like there's power drills and like all, mm-hmm. everything I use to do carpentry now doesn't. It's not like there's a hardware store. Like, where do you get a screw. Uh, do they even screw? <laughs> yeah, man. The yeah, one thing I great special going on this week. <laughs> the one thing I know for sure is I wouldn't be a bartender because then oh, all yeah. of your bottles will get shot up. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like... Now, Evan, you're kind of the most. You probably are the most handy person <laughs> here. Like, are, do you think there is stuff that you would be able to reverse engineer, like inventions? Yeah, that's a good question. Like. Like, did you make a refrigerator like Doc Brown? <laughs> Probably not a refrigerator. You know, there's a great article about a guy who tried to build a toaster just, you know, by finding ore and smelting it, and, uh-huh. and he couldn't do it because it's impossible. And, like, all the, the materials that we're used to, even if you know how to build something, yeah. it's you can't get the materials to do it. So it's like, I was thinking about that. Like, well, maybe I could make some kind of rudimentary uh-huh. generator, like something that generates electricity. Like, what do you need? You need some copper and a magnet, and you need... But is that you know, something you would know how to make now? Uh, <laughs> like, if you could go to the store, but you weren't allowed to get instructions. I, th- I think... I don't think it would be very efficient, but I think I could make something that worked. Wow. Something that made toast warmer. That made... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could, yeah. like, run electricity through a thin wire and make it glow, and, you know, if there, if there was, like, a waterfall, maybe somehow, like, spinning a propeller. And, I, I don't know. I feel like... I'd spend a lot of time tinkering with that with the, in the off chance that something works and I could be like, ha, 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 I look at me. <laughs> you totally explained that. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, we're, it's only the Old West. We have... Yeah, we have electricity. <laughs> we <do. laughs> I mean, not a lot of this. <laughs> I have invented the horse. <laughs> <laughs> we have windmills for yeah. water mills for hundreds and hundreds of years. Put that bread in a stove. It's basically the same. So, like, no. Totally <laughs> I don't know, like, what are what were the big steps? So we're talking, like, late 19th century. Well, the telephone, well, the Wild West and the telephone, I guess, I kind of reached right, right there. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and well, electricity was not that widespread at that point, right? Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. Well, I mean, I guess telegraphs, I guess what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. Telegraph, telephone, I, yeah. See, I don't know, those things are, yeah. that's hard. Yeah. I don't think I could I don't know what do I do. I'm sure I would probably lead a pretty bleak life. <laughs> be yeah. really depressing. Yeah. I love that. Well, yeah, uh, sorry, it's just that uh, none of us would do anything with, like it's 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 impossible to even fathom you doing something with my hands, which really yeah. really depresses me. Yeah. I agree, <laughs> same here. I would try to this would be my this would be my move. This is what I would try to do. I would try to somehow just become an interesting man from the future. And <laughs> 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 I don't know if people would believe me. I would not be able to really help. Yeah. But maybe there would Don't be something. But, but but maybe I, there would be something interesting enough about me saying I'm from the future and the stories I would tell and how uh, how other I would be. That yeah. maybe like and, and, but then the sad thing is I feel like I would probably just be a amusing freak who probably seemed kind of dumb. Uh-huh. I do but like was that. interesting. That idea that we would actually seem dumber, which I think is true because you don't have so. social awareness. Yeah, yeah, and you don't know how to do anything. Like, my dad 
spends a lot of time in North Carolina, my parents do now, and he always talks about how, like, he doesn't know how to do any, like, everyone there knows how to fix their tractor, and they know how to, Uh like, they know which trees are which, and they know everything, and he's like, I don't know any useful Uh information. Uh Which trees are which? Like, that's Bob's tree, don't go near (laughs) He tells a story about how he was trying to cut down a tree he thought was dead, and his, this guy, his farmer came by, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm cutting down this dead tree. And the guy's like, that tree's not dead, and you're standing in a bunch of poison oak. So <laughs> <laughs> welcome. So that could be us. Um, well, you're, I'm sorry. What's your second part? Unless... Yeah, I was going to say, your bleak life comment dovetails into the second okay. part, which was, so let's say you do cobble together some sort of life, because you have to, mm-hmm. by necessity. So after you've been in the Old West, living there for a year your Marty McFly equivalent shows up. For some reason, he can't show up a year before. Shows up and offers to take you back. Uh-huh. Do you jump at the chance to go back? And then, same question, if you've been there for 10 years and maybe you have a significant other and friends in the Old West and your life is completely different, would you mm. give up that life you've had for a decade to go back to your life now? Could you bring those people back with you, like in Back to the Future 3? Yeah, that's the question, right? Like, I guess you could. It seems like they would have a lot oh. of... Yeah, they freaked out, right? Because, right? like, this whole time, like, you've been like, hey, I, now that we're married, I can confide to you that I'm actually from 100 years in the future, and they don't believe you. Like, no, seriously. Uh-huh. It, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could, but then would it? Would they be able to deal with it? I think if it was a year later, I would definitely Oh, without a doubt. A year's yeah, an easy like, answer. You'd be like, peace. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I want pizza, and you guys haven't invented it yet. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I do. I'd invent pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I would love the weird trivia that that would create if you invented pizza in that time. It'd be like, where, who invented pizza? Well, pizza was invented at this time period, but it was stolen from a different time. Period. I like that all the encyclopedias yeah. would be aware that this time travel yeah. had occurred. Yeah. America time stolen from the Italians. We all know stole it from the Chinese. I mean, it originally comes from China. Well, let's suppose you couldn't take any of your friends or family, and you had to leave and go back to present time after 10 years? I'm going to choose the romantic answer mm-hmm. and say that if I had developed, you know, very strong relationships, I would say these relationships transcend time, mm-hmm. and I will stick with it. And stay Lord in knows it. there ain't nothing back in the future for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I would say, Matilda, I love you. <laughs> But when you married me, you knew I was an interesting man. <laughs> you knew what you were getting into. Burned. Never believe me. That's the first thing I do is I go around to everyone who didn't believe me. Like, see? Time machine. Yeah. I'd be like, Sheriff, fuck you. Well, you're, so Doc McGregor, fuck you. So it's interesting because you're married, right? You guys are married. Yeah. So like... You can't get back to your wife, let's say. You're like, you've yeah. been trapped without your wife for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have, I'm not presupposing what you would do, <laughs> but maybe you have another wife now. Yeah. You know, maybe an old West tricky. wife. What do you do about that? That's a good question. I don't. I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe there's visitation. You can do back and forth. I'm just going <laughs> to assume that I would never get an old timey wife. Right. Uh, I don't know. I mean,. I think that's my answer, too. Like, knowing me and, like, how hard I deal with breakups, and this seems like it would technically be a very traumatic breakup, I don't know if I'd be over that in 10 years, and I think I'd go back. I don't think I'd have an old-timey wife, and I think I'd want to go back. That's my Also, again, I'm going to seem borderline mentally... Right. 
uh, handicap. So you gotta pull in, <laughs> not, pull in the old tiny white you want. Yeah, to exactly. Like I've ha- I have always had a hard enough time navigating the social mores of this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it's fairly straightforward, <laughs> you know, uh, I think I would have a lot more trouble then. <laughs> Match.com. Yeah. Oh, you can invent Mesh.com. I could. Yeah. By, by <laughs> Pony Express. Why don't you just tell me what you're looking for and then I'll go find it for you? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to get 97 unique things about your personality. <laughs> and I'm going to send them by Pony. <laughs> so you don't have any pictures where you're smiling. <laughs> Very stoic. Can you try to smile? I do think, though, that it is interesting the question of, you know, Assuming, you know, a diff- I'm in a different circumstance where, uh, you know, I'm not married here in a relationship. And I go back in time and I'm with, I find someone that I love and I'm with them for 10 years and then I have the opportunity to come back. I can only assume that I will want to. Mm-hmm. And it's convincing them to come with you. It's sort of like a very larger version of that kind of you get in a relationship and you have to figure out if you got to move to a dramatically different place. Maybe you don't want to. Right. You don't know. It's a balance of like doing the math of one person's hap- like gain and happiness against another person's uh, loss and happiness. But after t- like one year, you're right. It's totally easy. But like after ten years, I assume you've gotten used to the old west, and maybe you don't miss iPhones and stuff anymore. I, I don't know. I still might. But like after ten years, it's been so long, and like the only people you really know, like the, your friends now, like if mm-hmm. you came back, you would probably you would look ten years older. But you would just pick up right where you left off with the friends you have in this time period, presumably. Mm-hmm. But like to you, these are friends you knew like ten years ago. Like, do you is that as important as your friends in the old west who you've like, you know, shot bears with and built barns with? <laughs> 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 old bears and barn weekend. Yeah, it's my favorite weekend in the old BYOB. Yeah, BYOB at the BB. I don't know. I would like to think that over time, I would really, I would come to have some good friends in the old west. Right. Oh yeah. And some bonds with some people there, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like it would always not be my. I'd be a man out of time. Yeah. It would be, wouldn't be my time, and I would probably want to come back. You wouldn't yeah. want the new iPhone finally. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I've waited so long. <laughs> Just I'd be like, I wonder what's going on with Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you, Ryan? It's your question. Yeah. I think if I, I think I would have a hard time coming back, but I think obviously the answer is try to bring your significant other or whatever mm-hmm. your friends to the future. If you can't do that, I'd have a hard time coming back, which I think is also the romantic, the romantic answer. Yeah. Go with that. Or like, what about the eternal sunshine moment? Could you be like, whisper right before it happens, like, meet me in the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Meet me long after you're dead <laughs> at Montauk. But then I, <laughs> I, just conveniently I walk into the time machine and her like, Distant, distant ancestors right there, and uh-huh. running to each other. And yeah, yeah, and she's just like her. Exactly. Oh, that'd be beautiful. That'd be the best situation. But would you be her like ans- like great? Oh God, I would never be sure. More beautiful than having than yeah. having a generational incest. And like I said, best situation. Yeah, that is hot. <laughs> I've I've just never seen any depiction of anyone happy in that time period. Yeah. That's so I, I can't imagine I would be the one. It was a tough life. Like it even seemed tough in Back to the Future Three, which is one of the silliest depictions. <laughs> yeah, and probably most. That hoedown probably only happens like once every ten yeah. years. ZZ Top <laughs> is not going to be there. No, <laughs> no ZZ Top. I mean, it's definitely dangerous and dirty and, mm-hmm. and gross. That's true. But easy access to prostitution. You'd have true. to invent a condom, I would assume. Other than that, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are some. I'm sure there are contraceptions. 
Cheap skin. Cheap skin. Perception. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was moving out of town. Yeah. Perception. perception. The old pull out mm. method. Pull out. Of so town. are you assuming? <laughs> are you assuming that I've been against my will transported back in time? Yes. Okay. Well, or are you at least against your will can't come back. Like yeah. you intended to come back. If you had the opportunity, knowing it was like dangerous, like you know, going to space, like as dangerous as going to space, but you had a chance to go back in time, would you do it? I wouldn't be the first one to do it. Yeah, I wouldn't be the first. No. I mean, it's tough. If someone is like, this is your one chance yeah. to do this, no one, and you're not going to like learn about it later, you're not going to be able to find out what happens to other people when they do it. Either you do this or you don't. I think I would pass on going to the past. Yeah. But I maybe have a harder time deciding on whether to go to the future. I agree. Because that's cool, and plus if you only go a couple of years, all the people you know are still alive. Yeah. I feel like it's a perfect thing Like if you're older. You know, like you're kind of like the twilight of your life. That would be obviously like a no-brainer. The past, you yeah. want to retire in the past. Well, like you know, like uh, let's get away. We've always you wanted can take to get risk. a summer home like, in the, <laughs> in the Roman racism. Empire. Yeah. I just think that's a much safer risk at that point. It's yeah. like, yeah, why not? Uh-huh. We die right away. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, if you get your goals, yeah, yeah. taken care of. Yeah. yeah. Now that modern living is the only thing keeping me alive at this age, <laughs> I might as well go back in time yeah, yeah, yeah. and die almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. I want to go back to a time where I'm the oldest man in the world. <laughs> yeah. true. I'm the most interesting oldest well, man in the future. Even if it was just like a, a five second yeah. memory, would that be an awesome like last memory to have? Like, Being eaten by a dinosaur. Sure. Yeah. 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 Sure. That would just, be a, just, that's just lovely. Yeah. <laughs> like, they do have feathers. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> close to birds. <laughs> Is there a part three to this scenario? No, not really. I it's was, not a trilogy like the Back to the Future trilogy. <laughs> well, I was gonna do one, five, ten, but I just went one ten. Uh, I think five might be sort of the middle ground. We're like, well, I had a good life, but uh, I don't know. One and yeah. ten seem more interesting. Yeah. Uh, that pretty much covers it. Uh, anything else before we segue to our last topic? Let's do it. Spencer, what is your topic? All right. Well, this is something that uh, has been on my mind lately because uh, I see it a lot. And uh, I want to preface this by saying I hope uh, uh, this you did not have this in your weddings. I don't think you did. Uh, even if, if you did, uh, it's no personal slight to you, uh, Evan and Arnie. Uh, but uh, I uh, have a thing against uh, this kind of fad where you have these photo booths, right? Mm-hmm. And they're these, like, just these zany photo booths, right? Where just you get a group and you have a whole bunch of different hats, you know? Like, oh, I got a cowboy hat. And, oh, look at me. I got an alien mask and, and, and all of this, uh, all of this, these props. And it's just like, to me, it's just this contrived cuteness that I can't stand. It's, it's kind of akin to the, uh, the, the mustache thing with like girls or what have you where they're like aren't I being cute I got a mustache like I drew a mustache on my finger and I put it over my lip um, I don't I don't I feel like an old curmudgeon and I don't know if it's justified or not let's hear well I gotta say this is making it easier to be mean to you because you do sound like an old curmudgeon <laughs> I think we would all agree that this is the worst topic. Yeah. <laughs> real, real Spencer moves. Uh, uh, well, thanks for everyone. <laughs> I will say that I know what you mean. Okay. I will say I mostly agree with you. But I don't agree with you. Okay. But I know what you mean. 
I don't like contrived cuteness, and I totally see how this falls into that category. Maybe I just haven't been oversaturated with it because the only I've only gotten to one wedding that's had a photo booth, uh-huh. and I really liked it. And actually, so those are like some of the best pictures I've got with these people. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, this is awesome. But I totally see, like, it is completely, it's, it's totally false. Uh-huh. It's like, we're all having a great time. Uh-huh. We were also drinking a lot, though, so maybe we were. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. I was like, this is a great time. If I ever, like, have an event, I totally like the idea. But, like, I also see this separately, like, it's, it is fake, and it is sort of cliche. Right. It's so really fun, though. Sarah and I did look into getting a photo booth. Okay. But we looked into getting, like, an old, like, an actual, like, photo booth. Uh-huh. Not, like, uh. Because you're going to have your wedding in the Old West. Yes, we were going to have our You did have West. a Conestoga wagon at your wedding, which was one of my wife's favorite parts of your wedding. What was this? There was, a, in, there was like a Conestoga, an old like covered wagon oh, there. Yeah. And she, I yeah. just learned the word Conestoga from her that night. Uh-huh. And it was like, a Conestoga, a Conestoga. <laughs> I just learned this word. <laughs> anyway. Did you immediately run over to people and go, did you guys know they have a Conestoga? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. And I was very smart. Uh, yeah, it was on a farm that had, like, an old farm that had, like, uh, it's kind of like those old farms, they just basically have old things, and they do events there, and part of it is they have, like, an old-timey church, an old-timey schoolhouse, uh-huh. and then they also have old-timey, fact- like, tractors and things, and old cars, and one of the things they had, yeah, was a... Conestoga. Conestoga. <laughs> what, is it, what is a Conestoga wagon? It's it's the covered wagons that you see from like uh, Oregon Trail. Like a prairie with a yeah. yeah. And then do you take a ride in it? What's it? No, it, it's, no, it's it just, just there as a prop. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't even really. Out, I mean, there was like a barn close by with a bunch of that stuff that people probably wanted. It might have been close to the bathrooms. It was. It was very close to the bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of urinals, by the way. Uh, we could have rented a fancy old-timey car to get pictures to drive from one part of the farm to the other after mm-hmm. the wedding. And we thought about getting like, like Tommy that. guns yeah. and pretending to like shoot. And then we decided that well, it wasn't really... like. And when you're getting rid of things because it's you're spending too much money, like those things go away yeah. pretty quickly. Uh-huh. Um, I do like the idea of photo booths. I like old photo booths. Uh-huh. We actually go in and, you know, there's too close and you get a shitty picture. Yeah. Uh, and just the idea of renting a booth like that, that you feel like was just pulled out of some bar somewhere mm-hmm. and put in a field is kind of cool. But again, it's too expensive. Um, I think I mostly just do not like uh, lots of wacky hats and boas. I think yeah, that's, that's my problem it, yeah. more than, yeah. than the other stuff. That's the yeah you're right. That part was, it was sort of the annoying part. Like most of the pictures that I'm talking about didn't have that stuff. It was just uh-huh. people, and that was yeah. The hats were did not make the hats do not the photo booth make. I argue. Right, right. But I almost wonder if that's what draws people it may be. in. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what draws people who are just sort of like, well, I don't know if it's weird to go have my picture taken, but it's like, oh, I've got to go and. They're props. And Have it's you seen the funny. It's yeah. not serious. It's not a serious <laughs> picture. Uh, it takes the pressure yeah. off the photo booth. I was at a wedding not too long ago that had one of those exactly with all that those props and stuff. And uh, you know, my thing was like I grabbed the hat and then I just held it and like pointed to it, like basically <laughs> kind of a dick move. Just kind of like <laughs> yeah. look at me and my ironic take on these <laughs> yeah. wacky hats that people are wearing. Then you held up a sign that said all that. Yeah, and it said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Sheriff. Fuck you, Doc McGregor, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom McGregor. Yeah, I think you, yeah, I, I, I agree completely. I think I think for me, it's just the random assortment of, like, props and, and, and shit. It's, 
Because my mom actually, she does uh, every year. She goes on. She has a women's group uh-huh. where they have a little retreat every year. Uh, they go to the Lake of the Ozarks, and uh, per tradition, they always take like an old timey like photo. But they have like a different theme each uh-huh. year, and that I'm cool with because it's disorganized. I guess I just get really upset when I see someone in a picture, and I can just picture. Like, the wife saying to friends, like, pointing to the picture, like, look how crazy Hank got, you know? (laughs) Oh, he just, you know, Hulk, he was just so funny. Uh, Is that better than a picture of Hank throwing up from drinking too much? Look how crazy Hank got. (laughs) I think it's more of a reflection on me than it is them. It's like, why does that bother me? But at the same time, like, how do you feel, like, I know for my, I I feel the same way about this Uh, thing, like, that kind of wackiness, I just don't like. But I like a weird costume. I'll put on a weird costume in a heartbeat. If there's some weird thing to try on, I will probably try it on. Just because. But there's something about like, oh, I'm going to wear Elvis glasses, a pink cowboy hat, and a bow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. this is just kind of a bunch of tacky props. Right, right. Um, I'm not as excited about this. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I see, see, we... At our wedding, we, we were struggling with, like, because neither of us are big drinkers, and so we were trying to think of, like, what's something people can do if they don't want to dance, and they don't want to just drink, and, like... Make a lot of pies! <laughs> we, did have, we did have pies at our wedding. That's right, pies. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and you were so angry that whole wedding that people kept talking about you being a pie. I'm not, I right, I'm not angry about it. I don't. Actually, that was one of my favorite parts of the wedding was when we went and tasted pies, and they just kept bringing us pies, and it was amazing. Um, right down the street at Hoosier Mama Pie Company. So, anyway. You just have um, a favorite pie company. That's how into pies <laughs> <laughs> so what we we got married in this it was like it's this place called Architectural Artifacts which is actually a store that sells a bunch of weird like they sell pillars and a whole bunch of doors and they sell lamp like antique it's like an, a big antique store and then they have a space for parties and we ended up my wife ended up coming with this idea to have a scavenger hunt where there were like things on a list and you had to take a picture of like a chair that reminded you of someone you love or take a picture of a lamp that reminded you of my hair. And and so we got kind of that same, here's a wacky picture of something with something, which in those pictures we ended up liking a lot. So I don't know if that's the same. No, I think there's some good thought behind that, though, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, we, we wanted pictures and we wanted people to have something to do if yeah, they just wanted a break from the wedding, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And that was what we came up with. I mean, I think there's this desire to get as many pictures from the wedding as possible. That's partly maybe why we wanted to get a photo booth. Um, but then you think, like, we don't really like posed pictures anyway. We, we wanted as much documentary-style photography as possible. We're already paying a good amount to sure. get that. We don't necessarily need, like, these sort of, like, artificial, more sort of weird artificial pictures, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess it, for me, and I suspect the same for you, it just comes to... And admittedly, a certain amount of snobbiness yeah. about a certain brand of right. wackiness. Right. Um, yeah. Is it because you're like a true actor, an improviser who doesn't need props to like? I just love the craft. Like, oh, <laughs> I just love the craft so much, <laughs> and so like you know, it's always you know do less with you know and you know with you know do more with less, and uh, you know it's just yeah whatever. I mean, 
minimalist uh, type of strategy, but uh, uh, Dell, I think Dell said that once. Uh, anyway, uh, no big deal. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do understand. I mean, you want to get pictures of people. People are, if they're not props, people are one probably not going to go and get their picture taken. Some some people, and then also they might become kind of boring. Mm -hmm. uh-huh. Like it's probably less expensive than getting an actual photo booth, like the machine that is a right. photo booth. Mm-hmm. So it's just this, and the props make it so that all the pictures aren't just people awkwardly standing. <laughs> yeah, you know they used to have it used to be a thing at weddings where people put disposable cameras on the table, yeah. and yeah. now with digital photography, that's kind of gone and nothing's replaced it i mean facebook you i mean i don't know if you experienced this there was that like you check fairly fairly quickly after that for the as photos from the wedding trickle onto facebook yeah that's true that's kind of fun but there should be like a better way to, to get them all back to you mm. a nice quality because facebook's you know yeah they don't yeah always have the original quality yeah and then also with Facebook, you get like a lot of pictures of the same moment, mm-hmm. like subtly different angles. <laughs> they all look terrible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you look at your official pictures, and you're like, I look so good in these pictures. And then you look at the Facebook pictures, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> my forehead is really shiny. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think, too, uh, talking this out has been great therapy because <laughs> I feel like. Part of this is I hate just posing. I'm not a photogenic guy at all. Oh, I just I hate, don't. I hate po- no. <laughs> any good photo of me has been like a candid like photo uh-huh. where I'm not posing because I still don't. To this day in my life, I do not know what I should be doing when someone's saying like, Shit, is, "Is this the right smile?" You know, and then my eyes smile. are closed. All I the sort time. of do that too. Now I always do the kind of like. Kind of like overly, overly smile, wacky smile. Yeah. And now I just got. I don't. There are no good pictures of me Yeah, I'm clueless, and I, I, yeah. I should just stick with something. Uh-huh. But I'm always like, no, this time this thing will work, and then it, of course it doesn't, and it looks awful. And oh god, I, uh, <laughs> you okay? I just hate getting guys. I, I honestly do when, when uh, especially when I'm around people that are like. Uh, oh, we're hanging out tonight. Cool. And then you have those people that are like, "Well, I'm gonna document the entire night because I have my camera." Mm-hmm. Like, what? Who does that? Like, uh, <laughs> it was like every thirty seconds. Let's get a photo taken. Like, really? Yeah. Like, I have a pretty good memory. I'll remember this night <laughs> if it's worth memory. You know, remembering. Uh, yeah. uh, right. So I hate that because it's that pressure of like, oh. and then of course it'll be someone like, "Oh, you look great." I looked, I looked terrible. Maybe you look yeah. great and you're just being too hard on yourself. Uh, uh, no, I mean, I'll say Maybe your <laughs> ego is really taking a bruising from all the teasing you've gotten. <laughs> right, maybe. <laughs> um, anything else before we close the door? <laughs> okay, sure. That was the part of the podcast where I close the door. <laughs> all right, Arnie's gone now. This, yeah. Yeah, that door this reminds me of your door. face. <laughs> so there are two things left to do in the podcast. One is plugs. Anyone has like uh, anything they want to plug? People want to check out on the internet or in real life. Also, uh, because Sarah and I are moving and getting rid of stuff, uh, this is the second podcast <laughs> I've done this with. I have a bag of things that you can uh, decide if you want. How exciting! Uh, there are it's books. It's a lot of pornography. Books and <laughs> CDs. So you can go through the bag and see if there's anything that you want. Oh man! Whoa! Yeah. Oh, Ryan got the good one. 
Um, I'm just gonna silently look through all this. Stuff. Uh, Evan, why don't you plug yeah. while uh, Ryan and Spencer look through the bag? Okay. Well, um, you could get a CD of mediocre music on the iTunes if you search for Evan Jacover or One Pair of Shoes. And also on iTunes, you should download You Don't Know Jack, the video game, yes. and play it. And, uh, <laughs> there's going to be an update probably within the next month, so there's that. And Especially since this might not go up for a month. Yeah, well, <laughs> that really there might a little recently bit of have been an update. <laughs> um, yeah, go to criticalend.com for my stuff. It's a movie blog and podcast. Uh, and you know, Cash, uh, if you want to see a team, an improv team that just does the work, uh, just loves the craft, uh, <laughs> go, go see Sears Tower at I.O. And as always, you can find more episodes of We Wrongly Assume People Care What We Say on iTunes. You can also find us at wewronglyassume.wordpress.com. Also on Facebook, you can like us. Basically just Googling the name or even part of the name and podcast will we'll get you there. I also have another podcast called Stupid Nerd Podcast that uh, Ryan and Evan have both been on. Uh, Spencer never. has Spencer has never <laughs> will never be on <laughs> um, where I just interview my friend, funny friends about st- stupid nerdy things. Um, and I would love some stars and ratings on all those things. And uh, have you guys found anything that you le- genuinely want that you're going to take home? You don't have to. I've not seen anything I genuinely Ooh, want. Who's Will the um, Falconer? Yeah, I'm sorry, this is a Falconer guy. <laughs> oh, I love Falconer. <laughs> is this the Falconer SNL sketch? I love it. Uh, this might be the second uh, week in a second episode in a row that no one has shown any interest in the J. Moore autobiography. <laughs> I, I glanced at you know, one of those things is like, all I saw was two years in the trenches of Saturday Night Live, and I'm like, oh, interesting. Then I saw J. Moore, I'm like, nah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of more fan of his later work. Uh, yeah, right. Confederacy of Dunces, literary classic. Uh, I already have it, Arnie. And I read it. I read it you while know. I was in New Orleans. It was just. It was I've read it, and I've got to say, kind of wasn't a fan. Oh really? Uh, I know it's beloved, but I kind of wasn't that into. Oh, this that's oh. like a wedding invitation from somebody. Uh, there <laughs> oh, are I'd like to go to that wedding. That, okay, well it does. <laughs> uh, it's in the past, then you'll be trapped there for ten years. That's so. fine. Uh, All right, guys. Well, it looks like nothing is leaving this bag, but that's all right. Uh, Thank you so much.